Yep, this is S. Anthony. This is the S. Anthony Thomas Show, and guess what? Guess who had to take a ride in an ambulance recently? Me. Here's the story. <laughs> As it turns out, I'm going to be okay. But you know, have you ever been in an ambulance when you're feeling bad? The first thing you're thinking is, do I need to be in the ambulance? Do I need to call an ambulance? Is this important enough to call an ambulance? And everybody has that thought. You know, it's like, well, maybe if I just wait a little bit, it'll be okay. Maybe just, I mean, my heart's beating very, very quickly. But I mean, I just woke up. Maybe I had a bad dream and maybe I'm reacting to that. Maybe it's the fight or flight response to something because it's, it's still going. Okay, well, maybe it's, it's, it's even faster now. Okay, what the hell's going on here, right? Now, this had happened to me before a long time ago. And what happened was I had food poisoning. I was not feeling well. And you know what happens when you have food poisoning. Liquid will fly out of every opening in your body the same way water comes out of a fire hose. If you understand what I'm saying, trying to be delicate. If you understand what I'm saying, and then in the back, blow. And then he knows, boom. But mostly in the back, blow. If you understand what I'm saying, I'm about to take a cow. Boom. Pow, pow. Okay, I better stop now for y'all throw up. <laughs> Speaking of throwing up, that happens too. So when you lose a lot of fluids quickly, 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 you also lose electrolytes. And electrolytes are very, very important to your nerves, to your heart, to your functions. You know, anything that has nerves in it or requires nerves is going to be messed up because the electrolytes take care of that. They regulate that thing. Okay. But at the time, I didn't know that because it had never happened to me before. Okay. So you get in an ambulance and you're scared, right? Like I said, you didn't even know if you wanted to call an ambulance. I'll just wait. And I'm pretty sure there's a whole bunch of people in the world who decided I'm not calling that ambulance. And the next thing you know, on the ground, D to the E to the A to the D, dead, right? And you don't want to go to heaven if you believe in heaven, standing there and this guy's like, oh, God, I, I didn't realize I was going to be here. What am I? Yeah. Um, you remember that little voice in your head that said, call the ambulance? Yeah. Does that voice sound familiar? It kind of does. Does it sound like this? Jim, call an ambulance. Yeah, that's exactly. That was me telling you that. Okay. You're 34 years old. I didn't expect to see you till you were 96. I was going to let you stay till 96. I mean, you would have gone to, you're going to be here that, well, not here. You're here now, stupid. I could send you back, but you're an idiot and I'm not gonna. You were going to make it to 90. You were going to pass out in your sleep painlessly at 96. But no. That's why I said go to the, man. How come y'all always hear me in church when I and, and 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 you never hear me when stuff like this in church? You hear me, everything's going to be okay. You hear that, but when I say go to an ambulance, all of a sudden your ears don't work. I gave you to me. Never mind. Just get in line. Get in that long line. The line for people who shouldn't be here, but they're here because they're stupid. Okay, I went a little too far with that, but you know what I'm saying. But some people just wait too long. I have relatives that I met. One of my uncles, he was like, I ain't calling no ambulance. I'm like, Either you call me. Look, I'm calling him. Don't call an ambulance, boy. Then I call the ambulance. And then when I go see him in the hospital, I'm glad you called the ambulance, boy. 
right? And I had him trained over the course of time that if you feel bad, call the ambulance. And, and that was what he did. But some people just won't do it. And here's the bad part. Some people won't call the ambulance because an ambulance ride is expensive. I don't know what it is now, but the last time I rode in an ambulance when I didn't have insurance, that crap cost like six, seven hundred bucks. And if you're broke, you will literally be sitting there going, yeah, I'm on fire right now. But should I call? I don't know. I don't know. Ah, boy. I've got an axe in my chest. Ah. Is that $600, though? $600. I could take the axe out myself, right? I mean, it's, just, I mean, it's right here. It's in my chest, in my hand. Ah, oh, that kind of hurts a little bit. Ah. Should I take the axe out of my own chest? Yeah, I probably still want to have to call the ambulance anyway. You know, I go to the doctor's office. Well, my heart's still beating, so it's not like it hit my heart, uh, you know, technically. So I've been, so I ain't got to worry about that too much. It's in the right side of my chest. Yeah, so that's like six hundred dollars. It's six hundred dollars. I don't, you know, I already got enough debt as it is. Ah, let's see, take the nap. What are they going to do at the hospital? They're going to give me blood. You know, I could just scoop it back up off the floor. There's I mean, all, all the blood out that, 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 that from the chest getting hit. The chest is right there on the floor. I could just scoop it up in a cup and pour it back in. So that's, that's some money right there. Right. And then they're going to they're going to sew my chest back together. I got needle and thread. I'm going to make this decision quickly because I'm about to black out. Uh, I pick up the blood, scoop it up in a cup, pour it back in myself. I got needle and thread. I, Nah, I probably won't be able to make it up the steps. Actually, I'm kind of blacking out right now. Ah, jeez. Ah, I'm going to have to call him. Hello, 911. Yes, I got an axe in my chest. Oh, my God, when did that happen? Uh, about a half an hour ago. And you're just calling us now? Yeah. Is it because the ambulance ride costs $600? Yeah. Sir, you can you really have to you really have to think about your health and think about your life. You cannot be sitting there worrying about money like that at a time like this. Yeah. Um could you just send the ambulance because I'm about to Okay, he blacked out. We got his address. Don't worry about it. Uh ambulance guys, go there and get him. And do me a favor. Uh could you um uh, could you when you wake him up, slap him around. Well, what's going on? He wasn't gonna call you guys. Is it because the ride costs $600? Yeah. Yeah, we're going to wake him up and smack him around because he's an idiot. <laughs> right? So that's what stops some people. But, you know, you got to think about your life, everybody. I mean, you know, you got to think about your life. You know, I know it, it, the bill sucks. But if you really think about it, when you go to the hospital, that bill is going to be huge. That $600 is going to look like nothing. I remember I was in the hospital overnight for uh something and it was like uh it was like fourteen thousand dollars <laughs> right you know you look at the bill because and, and the funny thing is you keep forgetting that the bill comes to you first the insurance picks it up later but the bill gets to you first a lot of times you don't see the bill and uh <laughs> i'm like what the hell y'all should have just shoot, it would have been cheap if y'all to put a pillow over my face and smothered me out the, the damn funeral would have cost ten thousand dollars <laughs> right so you go to the hospital and you know if you go to the hospital one of the things you'll notice is when you get in there if you get into the section for triage we go in there 
the nurses will ask you some questions. Okay. You know, height and weight. What did you eat? How did you feel? What did this happen? Did this happen? Did you feel this way? Did these things happen? Uh, let me, let me check your temperature and let me do the, the, the EKG really quickly. And then we're going to check your blood pressure. Did you take your medications? Do you have medications? Blah, 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 blah. Do you feel safe at home? Did it be all these questions, right? And you got to keep in mind, they seem like dumb questions, but you got to remember doctors and nurses are essentially detectives. They got to ask you these questions because by the answers you give, just like a flow chart back in high school, like a flow chart, they will be able to eliminate things. They're basically just eliminating things that could be. So don't give them a hard time. They're eliminating things that could be right now. Here's the next thing. What happens after they triage you will tell you everything they need to know. If they're nice and calm and conversational, they've assessed, well, he's not going to croak. Uh, he's, he's not feeling well, but he's not going to croak. They think you're not going to croak, right? You know, uh, you just, uh, we're going to put you out in the waiting room, sir. Okay, we're going to put you out in the waiting room. And, and the doctor's going to call you, okay? If they're all casual like that, you should relax now. They've assessed that what's wrong with you is not going to kill you, or at least it's not going to kill you anytime soon. They'll get around to you. It's okay. You should relax now. First of all, you're in a hospital. So if you're feeling badly and you're feeling like crap, the, the best place to be is a sitting in an ER. How many times have we heard this? You know, if they could have gotten him to the hospital in time, I'm 100% sure he would have been fine. Oh, if they had gotten into the hospital in time. Oh, 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 if they had done that, right? Well, they ain't got to get you to the hospital in time because you're already in the damn hospital. Yeah, I said it. And I was already in the damn hospital. And once again, having been in the ER a few times, not a lot, but a few times, I know if they triage you calmly, they're conversational. There's actually little bits of banter between the questions. They're pretty sure you're not going to croak. They put me back in the um, in the waiting room. So I'm like, OK, I'm not going to croak. Great. Conversely, if. You, they're triaging you quick. Look at your blood test. Let me take temperature. Let me do your heart rate. Let me do blood pressure. Yeah. So you want me to go into the waiting room? <laughs> you ain't got that kind of time, bruh. Okay. Excuse me, other nurses. You know that guy that got run over by a bus and set on fire and thrown out of a window? Get him out of there. This guy's a huge mess right here. That guy's got a better chance of surviving than this guy right here. Huh? Well, but I, I bet. Shh. Believe me, you don't have much time left and you don't want to use your energy talking. Just concentrate on breathing while you still can, okay? But I didn't think it was that bad. Yeah, you didn't think it was that bad because you're not an ER nurse. You're a huge mess. It's almost over for you behind. Calm down, okay? Can you still see me? What the heck? <laughs> right? So what happened to me essentially was, you know, you know, when it's hot outside, if you're not feeling well, see if you have an acute injury, if it, like when the last time I, I kind of knew what, what was going down this time, I kind of knew what was going down, but I wasn't 100% sure. 
But you get in the ambulance and everything seems to be cool with them. If they're calm, you should be calm. If the ER nurses are calm, you should be calm. If the doctor's really casual, you should be calm. But what I will say is this. It is depressing as hell to be in a hospital, right? If you're sitting there, I'm sitting on a gurney in the hallway because the rooms are full and I'm watching people who, (laughs) jeez, I mean, I'm seeing people who are really jacked up. This guy comes in, he's on a gurney and he's in, he, he was from a motorcycle accident. And I'm thinking, oh man, somebody probably hit him with a car or, you know, maybe he had a, he laid his bike down to, to save somebody's life or maybe he was popping wheelies on the freeway and zipping between cars. Now, at first, everybody's like, oh man, you I feel so bad for this guy, man. You know, how did it happen? Oh, yeah, I was going way too fast and and popping wheelies and giving the middle finger to people and weaving between cars while my car, while my while my motorcycle was in wheelie position. So you had your front tire in the air. Yeah. And you were giving the middle finger. Yeah. And weaving between cars simultaneously. Yeah. Okay, Mr. Johnson, uh, we're going to put you in the room over there and then we're going to say really disparaging things about how stupid you are. So uh, go into that room and put him in the room over there, okay? You going to say disparaging things? Oh, no, no, of course, I was just kidding about that. <laughs> Close the door so he can't hear the sound. Why would I not want to hear the sound? Oh, no, this is for your privacy so you can listen to your television you know, as loudly as possible. We're definitely not going to ridicule you, call you a dummy, call you an idiot say you're a moron and say you're wasting the bed of someone who legitimately could be using it by who was legitimately sick or had an injury that wasn't caused by complete narcissism and stupidity and who isn't a complete dumbass. We definitely won't be saying that. (laughs) Is the door closed? Let's now say that. (laughs) Right? We also have another man walking around with his with his with the bottom of his pants off fighting with the nurses because they put him on a food restriction for his health. And he's been on food restriction for a whole seven minutes. And apparently that was too much for him. And he's now cursing at the nurses. Listen to me. I know I got a food restriction, but I'm hungry. I know what you're saying. If I actually eat food right now, it would be detrimental to my health. Literally, the act of eating food could kill me. But I don't care about that. And I don't care about the fact that you, a health professional who specifically said, don't eat, it could kill you. I don't care. I want to eat something right now. And I'm going to, wait, what's your ethnicity? Because I want to make sure my epithet is accurate. You're a what? Okay. You ain't nothing but a... Sir, that was really uncalled for. Yeah. Yeah. So I just wanted to make that. So that was definitely the right racist comment to make. Yeah. Yes, sir. That was the correct racist statement to make about me. Good. Because you're nothing but a... And your family's a whole bunch of ugly... Sir. Oh, God. Um, You know... The doctor said... You are on food restriction. You cannot even have liquids until we get this test back because literally you could be harming yourself. I don't give a crap. Let me ask you a question. Yes, sir. What ethnicity is the doctor? 
I'm not telling you, sir. Well, he looks like he's a safapa. Oh, uh, no. Aha, he is a safapa. Well, let me tell you something. He ain't nothing but a dip 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 there. Sir, that's uncalled for. <laughs> he's walking around. And I'm sitting there. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I've been in gyms and I've been like in the gym. You walk around. You don't have any clothes on because you're showering. Everybody's walking around with this stuff hanging out. Nobody cares. Everybody has their has genitals. We've all seen male genitals before. I stopped doing that because it's a little uncomfortable because people like to talk to you with this. It's like, look, dude, I've accepted that for the next 15 minutes while I put on deodorant and get dressed, dudes, junks are going to be out. OK, I don't necessarily need that. But I realize that's the culture here and also stop looking at my junk. I know it's beautiful, but that's uncomfortable. And another thing, I don't need to elongate this process by talking to you. OK. Thank you. All right. So now I'm here in the hospital. I'm sitting on this daggone gurney and Captain Hangout out is sitting there fighting with the nurses with his junk out. And I'll be honest with you, he needs to stop that. Security comes down and they and they want to move him back into the room, but you're seeing a bunch of big, strong, tough guys. We need security on the, the fourth floor. We have a, a an unruly patient, and they're walking around. You know, guys walk around when they haven't had any action in a while, and they're like, yeah, we're gonna get to use our size and strength to take this guy back and teach him a lesson, because the nurses are our friends, and the, this particular nurse is a is a sweet older lady who's kind of small and he thinks he's going to intimidate her we're going to go down there we ain't going to beat him up because this is a hospital we're not going to do nothing to him we're definitely going to grip him up and put him back where he needs to be because we're men and we're strong and they they realize brother uh has has his junk out and you, you should see the looks on their face when they come around the corner they walk around yeah you know I wish there was some music so the music could have changed. <laughs> so the so we could hear the music change uh, as they turned the corner and saw this grown man with his junk out that they had to physically grab and move. Because <laughs> you can see them walking down the hall. This is Sparta. And then they turn around the corner and see that this guy's, you know, junk's out. And they're like, sad trombone. Okay, security guys, grab this sweaty guy who's unruly, whose junk is out. Uh, you know, it's really not, I mean, we don't really want, I mean, we, we're afraid that his junk might touch us. I mean, that he might, uh, now he's peeing. Oh God. Oh, I don't have a change of clothes. Oh, I'm going to have to do with, uh, the, 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 the sweaty dude now dude pee. Oh, the, oh no. Oh, is there, there's no way to touch him without the, the oh, Oh, and then the guy whose junk is out looks at the big, strong guys. And at first he's looking at them with a little bit of fear, like, oh, no. And then he realizes, ha, 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 you thought it was two on one. When two on, no, it was you two with you and one. I mean, you thought it was two on one. Yeah. But it's actually four on two because it's two of you 
there's me, and then there's the three of them things down there that you're afraid to come into contact with. <laughs> yeah, you guys are powerless, aren't you? <laughs> come get me. Oh, sir. Uh, yeah, what? And he walks towards him and he thrusts his hips towards him, swinging his junk back and forth. And they're like, oh, hi, hi. And I'm sitting in the gurney like, I wish I had some popcorn. I wish I had some popcorn because I did not realize I was going to get a show today because this is hilarious. Right. And he looked back at me and see my junk ain't out and they're angry and they're huge dudes. And I don't know if they'd actually beat me down because I'm kind of sitting there on the gurney as a sick person, but I don't want to take that chance. So I'm looking concerned. I look concerned that I'm like, yeah, put my hand on my chest. Like, yeah, man. Like, you know, you, you, know, you put your fist up in front of you and, and you shake it like in a, in a I'm with you type feeling. And they look back at me and I'm like, yeah. And then they look up and they look and they shake their heads like, yeah, thanks for the silent encouragement, brother. Well, they don't realize inside. I'm like, you're going to have junk, junk chips and pee on you guys. <laughs> Deal with it, punks. Right. So they walk up and they, like one guy's holding like his shoulder with two with two fingers, and the other guy's holding his other shoulder with two fingers, right? And they got they both grab an arm. And you know how when someone hugs you, like you ever you ever hug a woman that's not not only not attracted to you, but she's negative attracted to you. You know, you hug a woman and they move their butts back so you so, you, so the genitals are far away from you as possible. That's how these two muscle bound men. <laughs> were walking as they tried to drag unruly unruly junk out guy back to his room and it was hilarious you know what was even more funny when they finally got him back into his room he acted like everything was cool you know what uh, uh the nurse comes in i'm sorry i had to do that he goes you know what you're right you know i just i apologize you know i i, I was just being unruly it was just that you know, I'm not used to being sick. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a older guy, but I'm used to being healthy. And just the simple fact that this kind of thing uh, happened, it just kind of freaked me out. And I, you know, I, I wanted you to come back because I wanted to apologize. Oh, that's great. And then the security guys go, yeah, you all right? And he goes, yeah, guys, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. I didn't mean to be unruly and, and um, you know, and do all that kind of stuff. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just it's, it's just, you know, and they go, okay, bro. He tries to give them the dap and hug them. They're like, no, we good. We're good. But that's what cool. They, they didn't even want to fist bump them. All right, we good. And they walk away. And the nurse walks away. And he's quiet for about seven minutes. Seven minutes. And now junk out guy is now everything out guy. Because now he comes back out of the room. He ain't even got his top on. Uh, security junk out guys back out this time he doesn't even have a shirt on ah uh, ha 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 ah uh, ha ha uh, and you can see I'm looking down the hallway and I'm seeing the dejected security team walking towards him with their heads down like he ain't even got a shirt on at least we had at least he had a shirt to grab on so we didn't have to physically touch his skin now we're literally gonna have to touch his skin and now and you can see them dejected walking down the hallway and I'm trying my best not to laugh, right? I actually hurt myself worse trying not to laugh than I actually than the the ailment that put me in the hospital in the first place. <laughs> Mr. Thomas, listen, uh, you were dehydrated. 
uh, probably because of the heat and you, you probably weren't drinking enough fluids and I understand you had an upset stomach. Uh, your electrolytes were a little low. Other than that, you're, you're in great health. Listen, um, we're going to give you, we're not even going to, you don't even need an electrolyte drip. Uh, cause we, a few years ago you had this problem. Uh, it was in, it was, you know, we had to give you a lot of electrolytes. Your electrolytes are just a little bit low this time, which is why your episode wasn't that badly. So what we're going to do is we're just going to give you a little bit of electrolytes and just change your diet a little bit, you know, eat more, eat more bananas and fruits and vegetables and you, you should be fine. I, I mean, I, consult with your doctor in about a month, but you'll be all right. Right. And as it turns out, obviously I'm all right. But then they discharged me. Right. And it was time for me to leave. And as I stated, it was just at the moment where nude boy junk out, nude boy junk out was about to start the second show. And I wanted to see the second show, but I also didn't want to take up space for somebody who was like, who was really, really sick. So I never got to see the junk out show, right? I saw the original junk out show, but I didn't see junk out part two. This time my shirt's off. You know, was, it was the sequel. Same cast. So I'm pretty sure the show was just as good as the first one. <laughs> right. And I'm walking out and I'm like, oh, I'm trying to walk out slow. Put you put your clothes on as slow as possible, hoping to see the junk out show part two. But uh, unfortunately, I didn't get to see junk out part two. There's a part of me that wants to go back to the ER and have him go. Are you back, Mr. Thomas? You're OK. Oh, yeah, I'm fine. Um, how did junk out show part two go? But but I, I have a feeling they would be annoyed with me for that. So what I'm going to do right now is I'm, I'm going to slam my foot in the door as hard as possible so I can have an excuse to go back to ER. <laughs> no, I'm not. But I really do wish I could see the junk out show part two. I just I want to see how those guys got him into the how, if, I want to see if they could figure out a way. I wonder if they got some towels or something or got some. Because I know gloves wasn't enough because they didn't even want to touch it. They didn't want their forearms touching. I wonder how, I wonder if they garbed, I wonder if they wrapped themselves in so they could wrestle his uh, top out, top off junk out back into the room. Oh, oh, I'm I'm so sorry. I missed that. Dang. Because I would have been, this is the part of the podcast where I would be finishing off the story and telling you the story of junk off, junk, uh, top off junk out. But dang. Man. That would have been a good show. Speaking of good shows, this one was too. And thank you for listening. <laughs> this is S. Anthony Thomas. This is the S. Anthony Thomas Show. Do me a favor, my friends. If you listen this far, it means you love me. And it means you love the sound of my voice. And it means you love the way I tell stories. And if you do, my friend, please, if you haven't already, subscribe to this podcast on whatever pod player you're listening to it on right now rate and review i know it only goes up to five stars but give me 12 stars damn it because i'm incredible and make sure you do me another another favor tell a friend to tell a friend tell family let's build the community as large as possible because it's a great community to be a part of because the person at the top of the community that would be me loves the community that would be you and i want there to be more of you and you know because that's that's kind of the way it works <laughs> all right much love to every last one of you hello to the new people thank you and much love to the people who've been listening to me the whole time and i will see you again next time hopefully not 
all electrolyted out and riding the damn ambulance again. But if I do have to ride in an ambulance again, I hope top off junk out is back because by then it'll probably be be on episode number seven. You dig? <laughs> Much love to you. Take care.